0: Welcome to the Purpose Unstoppable podcast where we're encouraging you to step out to fulfill the calling and purpose God has placed upon your life with boldness. My name is Tiffany Hill, and today we are talking about stepping out and fulfilling your purpose. And so, before we get into this word today, let's go before the throne of grace. Father God, we thank you for being who you are, we thank you for loving us, we thank you for being our creator. We thank you for continuing to protect us to, and being our provider, our sustainer, Lord God. Lord, we ask right now, even the people that you've called to hear your word on this, this podcast, Lord, cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, even their family members, even their homes, even everything that's connected and attached to them. And Lord God, I ask that you give them a, a heart to hear exactly what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to them on today. And Lord, God, asked for me. Lord, as I decrease, increase in me, increase through me. Don't allow me to say anything you don't want said on today. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, you guys, we're talking about stepping out to fulfill your purpose. I was having a conversation with someone the other day. And what we were discussing was stepping out on faith. And in this conversation, which... I mean, the way that I understood this conversation to be was that this person was explaining to me that she was afraid of fully letting go and to trust God in this particular area of her life because she had been in a position to where she was accustomed to having control over this situation. And so I immediately began to have a heartfelt understanding um, because I was once there so many times we. You know, God grows us and he matures us. And and we never want to be in a place where we cannot connect to other people um, because we we could have been in that place before. We want to be able to share what God has given and, and done in our lives. And so um, I was sharing with her that I understood where she was, but I didn't stay in that place. The situation that I was dealing with was that I had to trust God in the area of my finances, um, and him being my provider, I um he really literally showed me that I could trust him in that area. He showed me that this is was who this was who he was, that he was my provider, and that um having that mindset of a job um providing for me, which a job is only your resource, is your job is not your provider. I was relying on that job, thinking that that was my provider, and it wasn't. And so God literally took me from that place of of showing me as I matured in him, showing me that he is my provider and I know um, God to be that in my life. And so nobody could never take that away from me. Nobody could tell me otherwise, because I know without a shadow of a doubt that God is my provider. And so God wants you to have that same confidence. He wants you to know him for yourself. He wants you to know him as provider. He wants you to know him as sustainer. He wants you to know him as restorer, as deliverer in your life, in your situation. And so as I began to share my testimony with her um, of how God brought me out of that place where I once was afraid of stepping out because I didn't know what would be on the other side of or the other end of me stepping out on faith. I didn't know what it would look like. And so it was all in my mind of, what it was supposed to look like and it never even happened so although I was afraid to step out I didn't allow fear to keep me seated I didn't allow fear to stop me and 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 lie to me I allowed I I went afraid I continued to go afraid I continued to to be obedient to what God was calling me to do and that was to step out to follow him and so I decided to, to to act in faith and respond to God and so also, I remember God highlighting this scripture for me as I was going through the process of trusting God. I had stepped out and, and now God is teaching me and, and, and showing me what to do in this process that I was in. And he's brought me to as um, many scriptures in the Bible, but I'm going to just um, mention Psalms 25 and 3, where it talks about um, no one who trusts in you will ever be put to shame. No one who trusts in the Lord will never be, will ever be disappointed. When you're trusting in God, when your hope is in God, he will not disappoint you. He will not put you to shame. And so sometimes, or really all the time, you have to find a scripture, ask God to give you a scripture to stand on and hold on to so that you can be confident even in the process of where God wants to take you. And so what God was allowing me to do as I was sharing my testimony was that he was combating the enemy's lies that was keeping her in a fearful place, a place that God never intended for you to be in. You are not, you were not intended to be in a fearful place. We are to trust God. We are to move in God. We are to respond to God. And and what God wants you to do is as you trust in him, he wants you to see, um see the situation from his perspective and not yours. And so this is why it's important for us to share our testimony with testimonies with other people, because what it does is that it pulls others out of a place where we once was. It pulls them out of bondage, out of the pain, out of being stuck, having uncertainty and doubt. And so you're now pulling them out of that place and and you're pulling them. God is pulling them to another level in him. And so sharing our testimony is how we overcome the enemy's tactics. And, And so Revelation 12 and 11 tells us how we overcome and we overcome in two different ways. We overcome the enemy by the word, the word of our testimony and by the blood of the lamb, the blood of Jesus Christ. The word overcome, overcome or overcame means to conquer, to win in the face of obstacles. It means that you succeed in dealing with the problem or difficulty and you defeat the opponent. Our opponent is Satan. And so the first way we overcome is by the blood of the lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ, which never loses its power. The enemy is defeated all the time. He never wins because of the blood of Jesus that was shed for us, our sins. Jesus redeemed us, meaning that he bought us back with by, the, by paying the highest price that anyone could ever pay for anything or anyone to set us free from the bondage of sin. And so the blood of Jesus is powerful and we do not take the blood of Jesus lightly and that's why you have to continue pleading it over your mind pleading it over your body pleading it over your family pleading it over your home and your situation and so the second way we overcome the enemy is by the word of our testimony that word in greek mainly comes from the judicial setting which means witness evidence given or record or report or even a martyr a martyr is someone who um who dies or who whose life is taken for the sake of the gospel. And so each of these definitions that I mentioned regarding testimony um, requires you to speak. It requires you to open your mouth and give evidence. And so your words are very powerful. We're beginning to speak it and share with others what God has given us to share. And so when you're talking about faith, which God wants you to have is faith so that he wants you to, so that you can do what he is calling you to do, which faith is a response to what God is requiring you to do. And so if you're not moving in faith, which what faith is, faith is saying something and faith is doing something. And so if you're not moving in faith, you may be experiencing dead faith. Dead faith doesn't move. Dead faith doesn't act. Dead doesn't do anything. And so you want to continue moving in faith. Scripture tells us in Genesis 12, 1 and 3 about Abraham. Well, it's, his name was Abram at that time. God didn't change his name yet, but how he acted in faith. And his faith required him to do something. Even though God had called him out, he called him out of that land. He called him out of the country. He called him out of his uh, from his relatives. He called him out of his father's house into a land that he was going to show him. Abram did not know the land before God called him out he was just trusting God and he had faith he had faith to trust God even though he didn't know where he was going he didn't know where God was leading him he trusted God and he acted he responded to God so God wants you to respond to him God wants you to respond to the call on your life and so where what god had placed abram was he was before he called him out he had actually called him out of this his um out of the land of haran which was where they worshiped other gods and so god led him from a dead land to to a land that was of promise for his descendants And so Abram couldn't stay in the wrong land, the land, the dead land that wasn't producing any fruit. This land was dry. It was dead. He had to come out of that land to be to to a, a fruitful land so that we could all eat from this tree. And so God wants you to step out in faith so that you can produce fruit and be fruitful. But how can you produce fruit without being in God? And in the land that you're supposed to be in to produce this fruit. So let's go to John 15 verses 1 through 8. It says, I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of vine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I remain in you. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. And so here we have Jesus telling us that we can produce fruit and even more fruit. So he doesn't want us to stay just at the fruit. He wants us to produce more fruit. And so... We can only do this when we're in God, in relationship with God, in the will of God. And so this scripture also tells us that if you're not producing fruit, then that means you're not in God. That means those branches are are thrown in the fire because they were not in God. They did not even accept Christ. They were not um, following Jesus because if they were, they will be producing fruit. And so when it talks about fruit, what does it mean? It means to bear fruit or to blossom into the person God created you to be. And so if you're not bearing fruit, then what are you doing? Because you were created to bear fruit. You were not here for no apparent reason. And so I want you to think about a plum tree. When I was growing up, my grandmother and my grandfather had a plum tree in their backyard and So this tree was filled with plums. Plums is one of my favorite fruits. Um, And so this tree was filled with plums, but some of the branches on the tree did not produce plums at all. And so basically it didn't fulfill the reason for its existence. Its only reason was to produce plums so that everyone could enjoy and receive from the tree. And so the scripture says in verse five, Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Now you can do some things. However, you won't be producing fruit if you're doing it apart from God. You won't. You cannot produce fruit to fulfill your purpose. The reason for your existence if you're not in God. And so if you think that you can produce fruit, if you can fulfill purpose without God, you have been truly deceived by the enemy. I was once there. I was deceived by the enemy. How? How? Let me tell you how. Before I had a relationship with God, before God touched me, I was continually continually going in circles and cycles the year after year, I would, I would be going through the same thing. Nothing would change in my life. Nothing had moved in my life. And then all of a sudden, like maybe five years or two to three years, you would get, um, maybe an increase or a promotion or something like that, but nothing, I wasn't growing. Nothing was really happening. And, and I noticed that I said, "Wait, well, it's something wrong with, it's something wrong. Why is nothing happening in my life? And so You will continue going in circles and cycles and circles because the person you're truly looking for to fill that void will always be Jesus. You have to be in Jesus to move, to grow and to produce fruit, to fulfill purpose. There is no way that you can produce fruit, that you can fulfill purpose without the creator, without the person who put the purpose in you. And so God wants you to step out in faith, trusting and believing him, no matter how it looks, no matter what's going on around you, no matter what people are saying, what you have to do is focus on where God wants you to be. Focus on where God wants to take you and not worry about the other things because if God called you to it, he's gonna provide for you. He's gonna do it for you. I'm telling you, God's hand has moved in my life more than I could ever even imagine because I decided I was going to trust God because I decided I was going to do what God called me to do because I decided that I was going to have faith and not allow fear to tell me what I wasn't going to do. Because we talked about fear last on our last podcast, we talked about how it's intended to deter you. The enemy doesn't want you to do what God wants you to do. He doesn't want you to know who you are. He doesn't want you to fulfill your purpose. Because once you know, once you're connected to God and, and, and God identifies and reveals to you what you need to be doing, you are unstoppable. You cannot be stopped. The devil is defeated. And so trust God, have faith in God and believe God and, and, and do what God is requiring you to do. And that's to respond to the call of God, respond to what God is calling you to do to fulfill purpose so that you can produce fruit and even more fruit so other people can eat off of your tree. You guys, I pray that this was helpful to you on today. And I pray that you heard God speak. Remember that I love you. But Jesus Christ loves you so much more. I want you to go out and inspire the world around you to be purpose unstoppable.